Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Amp Radio, brought to you as ever by the Amp Radio Network. I am coming to you live and direct from the Amp Studios International. That's right, Brantford, Ontario, ladies and gentlemen. Coming at you to do, smack my picks up for hashtag UFC 240, also known as Holloway versus Edgar, uh, which will be held. July 27th, 2019, in the Rogers Place in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. That's right. Probably the best market for the UFC uh, worldwide. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. But, um, as ever, I'm joined by the usual cast of characters for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. As we do always, we start ladies first. Let's go ahead and bring her in. The life of the party, DJ Tony. The first lady of AMP Radio. Pam from North Carolina. Right. Hey. Hey. You know what? I think we just skipped last week because I totally sucked on my pick. Suck. Like suck. Yeah, well, you know what, man? What do you, what can you do? I mean, sometimes you guys suck and Not you know, suck. I just have to win. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, see, my picks shouldn't even really count because I didn't get to watch the bites. I had a performance on Saturday and um, so, I really I didn't get to see any of it. Um, well, so, I don't know if your picks shouldn't count then. I am. I don't know. Um, unless not, I won, I'm not too sure about that. Unless I unless uh, I won, sounds like which I did work, not. Man. It sounds like guesswork. <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> oh, so hi guys. All right, guys. Hope everyone had a great uh, week. Tammy, we've seen you in lots of places. We've seen you with Ma- uh, megalodons. Uh, we've seen oh, you. Oh, is that not the coolest? They, well, it seemed to be the coolest. Yeah, man, I was super into that. Um, Did you see me with the alligator head? Oh yeah, I just saw that today as well. I mean, you, 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 <laughs> Pam is very popular on the Twitterverse, ladies and gentlemen, and on the Instagram. <laughs> so let's go ahead and move on to the first or the big boss man himself, the original B boy. That's right, I said it. It's Tony time, bitches. Hey. Hey. <laughs> What's up, y'all? <laughs> what is up? Hey. <laughs> que paso? Hey, baby, que paso? Have you ever heard that song? No, I don't I think so. I thought it was your only no, bottle. I've never heard that. Oh, it's Tex-Mex. What, well, it's Tex-Mex. Marco, do you know that song? Let's go ahead and bring in... Uh, the man from deep in the heart of Texas. That's right. Deep from the heart of Texas. It's Marco from Waco, brother. Wait a second. I can't find his intro. Wait a dun, second. Dun, oh, dun, wait dun, a dun, second. Dun, 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 dun. I just do all y'all's music. Dun, dun, yeah, I know. You get, you're on it, Pam. You're on it. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. I'm almost, I'm trying to find Marco's music. It disappeared. Just give me a sec. Oh. Uh. The, the, the star of the show's music has disappeared. Awesome, thanks. I'm, you know what? I was telling, I was talking to <laughs> to Proteus about this. 
You know when everything works? Just leave it alone. You know what this guy does? Yeah. Wants a new keyboard, wants a new, uh, oh my gosh, what a, all right, hang on. Marco, ready? Do it again. Three, two, one. Go for it, Proteus. Deep from the heart of Texas. It's Marco from Waco, Yeehaw. brother. Sorry, Marco. I, I had... <laughs> what is up, uh, Marco? Uh, what's happening with you down there? I hear you're having a bit of a heat wave. Not anymore. It, it went away heat wave. Yeah, the, the heat wave went down a little bit. Uh, it was 102 two days ago, and I was like about 91, so 10 degrees left, 11 degrees Ooh, left. Oh, get a sweater. Don't <laughs> 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 <Not> call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys. Hey, you know what? Let, let, let's stop the shenanigans. Let's talk some freaking MMA. <laughs> you got it. DJ Tony, go ahead and cue that music. Un sweater. To the featherweight division we go. Champion Max Black Holloway going up against former lightweight champion and, you know, all over kind of Hall of Famer, Frankie the Old Man Edgar. Shout out to our boys. You know who I'm talking about. All right, so Frankie, the answer coming at us at a number four in division against Max Bless Holloway. Uh, let me give you uh, guys the uh, the breakdown of their records. Uh, Max Holloway, twenty three and zero against Frankie Edgar, twenty two six and one. Both, of course, fighting as the United States, even though they're halfway across the world from each other. Max Holloway, five eleven, and Frankie Edgar, five six. All right, so. Marco, before I go ahead and give you the odds, let's just talk about quickly that uh, Frankie Edgar is kind of the stud of of the previous generation of of fighter, but he's going up against a really tough guy in in in, in Max Holloway. What do you got here, brother? Do you got uh, a little bit of trouble coming off of that loss for for uh, Holloway, or do you got Edgar coming out through this one and and just running through Max Holloway? What you got, brother? Uh, before we start, I want to ask you to please give the fans the odds because they're very talented. Yes, yes, sir. I do apologize. I did promise you the odds and then not give you the odds. Frankie Edgar at a plus three ten. Wow. And Max Holloway coming back at us at a minus 370. Marco, what you got? Okay, the odds are very telling, but I seem that a little bit unfair to Frank Yeager. I, I think that taking into account his age, he's 37. But, uh, I mean, Frankie has only lost to the best in the division, you know, Jose Aldo, Brian Ortega, a away, and a lightweight Benson Henderson, freaking uh, uh, BJ, uh, no, BJ Penn, uh, Oh, Gay Maynard, and freaking, uh, that's about it. He only loses to the best, dude. And uh, right. I think, I think it's going to be the same here. Anybody that is not a champion 
is going to be Geek Frankie at Rafa His Money. Um, he's the underdog, and this, this is an unspoken uh, narrative that Frankie is always the underdog. That is a false narrative because in most of his fights, he has been the favorite, and he has won because the Seville so is the favorite. In some of the fights that he's been the underdog, he has pulled through. You know, um, I'm not going to sell Frankie short. He has a chance to win. But usually, uh, it is a, a guys that are on the on the on the level right below, you know. I mean, yeah, he did Uriah a favor, but Uriah a favor is basically a bantamweight, and I don't know why in, on God's earth has Frankie not gone to bantamweight because I think he would have right. become the champion a long time ago as a bantamweight, not just because he, he's too stubborn to freaking realize that as a bantamweight he would have dominated. But it is what it is. Uh, I still gonna pick Max Holloway. I think Max is in his prime. I don't take too much stock on that on the loss against Dustin Poirier. You know, I mean that's quite a big. I have beaten twice, once a featherweight a long time ago, and then a lightweight, where the mm-hmm. bigger fighter was by far Poirier. I mean, it was visibly obvious that Poirier was the, the, the bigger, bulkier fighter, and the one that, that hit the hardest. But uh, uh, like Frank is not known for his punching power, you know. He's a volume striker. He got cardio for this, so that makes mm-hmm. this fight interesting. However, uh, we've seen Halloween get stronger and stronger as the, as the fight goes uh, goes uh, along. Uh, Frank is really hard to knock out. I mean, the, the, only, the, the, the only people that we saw him knock him out was Brian Ortega with the elbow from hell and then that uppercat. Uh, right. I, don't, I don't think Max is going to knock Frankie out, but I think the output in the third, fourth, and fifth round is going to be so overwhelming that he's going to win by points. Frank is going to make it interesting in the first two rounds uh, just because Halloway tends to start slow and start building up from that. So I'm going to give Max Halloway a unanimous 48-47 decision and still the UFC featherweight champ. <laughs> Pammy, Marco mm-hmm. makes a lot of great points there, right? I mean, <clears throat> we've seen Holloway... <laughs> <laughs> So Marco makes a lot of good points. You know, Frankie um, maybe should be fighting at a smaller weight, but Tammy, we've seen Frankie, as Marco also alluded to, win yet, you know, as being the smaller guy. So let's throw it to you. What do you got here, uh, Holloway versus Edgar, in the main event? Well, first of all, UFC 240. How can anyone not love Frankie Edgar? You know, he's just. <laughs> He's well, a fighter, spider. So how, how can you not love I don't know him? Everybody we, loves I don't know that we didn't say we didn't love him. Well, I'm just saying, how can you not? All right. And again, Max, I... how can you not love Max Holloway? I love Max Holloway. Anyway, um, <laughs> you know what Marco was saying about um, that Frank, you, Frankie Edgar only loses to the best of the best. And he did have that. Uh, have, he does have those losses to Aldo. And Ortega, and keep in mind that Ortega was the first one to ever knock him out, if I'm not mistaken. So, keeping that in mind, take into consideration that Max Holloway also has TKO wins over Aldo and Ortega, and, you know, two of the best. Given that, I'm I'm taking Max Holloway. I I think he's just... He's just too much right now. Both of these guys cardio for days and weeks and months. I mean cardio, cardio, cardio. I am picking Max Holloway with the fourth round TKO. KO TKO. Okay. You no, know, you get credit for TKO or KO when you say that. Okay. Uh, moving forward, no worries. Um, I will give you the benefit of the doubt for both. 
All right, DJ Tony, um, let's throw to you. You heard, you know, a good uh, case for Holloway from Marco and from Pam. Uh, what do you got to say here in the main event of UFC 240, brother? No one is going to sell Frankie Edgar short. Oh, my gosh. Well, he has no <laughs> shortcomings if I really think about it. They just bombed the first no. time. You don't have to repeat it again. <laughs> what is it? Did you go to the bombs? You guys are right. You guys are right. I, you're right. You're right. My bad. All I right, guys. It. I will I say it, this, Tony. though. Keep going. I think everybody loves Frankie Edgar. And Marco's right. I mean, Frankie Edgar should have probably gone to Bantamweight, and I kid you not, or um, or Flyweight when, when it was around, or is it around, whatever. Uh the pr- the problem is, guys, that this is not the same is Frankie Edgar. Is... Oh, <laughs> very good. Oh man, I missed it. <laughs> I said, "Is this a short notice fight?" Oh, good times. Go okay, we're lame. <laughs> that was fantastic. Damn, that was I'm good. The, All right, the uh, ball. It is All right, guys, let's, uh, the, the bottom line is this. He's fighting a guy that's in his prime that's probably 25, 26. I don't know what Max Holloway is, but Max Holloway is still young. 27. So 10-year difference. Am I right, Marco? You are correct. Mm-hmm. Yep, you are correct, Amundo. So I, I, I was going to say that Frankie doesn't lose to smaller fighters, but there isn't anyone smaller than Frankie in that, in that division. Nothing? All right, I'll yeah. give myself cricket on. I might edit that one out. Ken's the only okay, one that got a rim shot on that. The place, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You know what? I'm going to get out of here with this. Max Holloway, guys. Third round. TKO, Max Holloway. All right. I mean, like, you got to give Tony credit for giving the jokes, right? Come on. Yes, we do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Crash against humanity with all the bombing, dude. Crash against humanity. I love that one, Marco. That was great. That was great. Okay, so, Tony, let's recap because all of the jokes were going. Uh, you got Holloway third round TKO? Holloway yes, third round TKO, if not second, but I'm going third. All right, thank you. We're going with third. So, I've gone back and forth guys with this one because as both of you all three of you have said really you know we we tend to count Frankie out in the times when he 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 comes to shine and I have gone back and forth on this one guys I have flip-flopped a bit but my concern basically it draws from the last time that Max Holloway had to go through a bunch of weight cuts that were different. You know, he he was fighting at 145, and then he was supposed to fight Habib, and then the you know New York Athletic Commission put the the um, ixne on that ombre. Um, I just I'm I'm worried about the fluctuation in the weight cut, guys. And we know that Max is a big guy and. You know, if things were right, if we didn't have to weight cut, Max would probably be a great champion at 55 pounds um, at lightweight. 
Um, but we know that Frankie Edgar has already been a champion against giant guys who are bigger than him. I think the weight cut is going to affect Max Holloway. Um, I always seem to be wrong when, when it comes to Max Holloway and uh, also with um, Pam's favorite fighter, uh, the boogeyman. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. And, um, mm-hmm. and But I'm going to take <laughs> Frankie Edgar here, guys. I'm going to take Frankie to shock the world um, just because, you know what? To be frankly honest with you, <laughs> ba boom Oh, my god. boom Oh, my god. No? Okay. I'm going to take Edgar. Um, I, I think this is going to be, you know, a war like most of Max Holloway's fights are. And you know what, guys? Thank you. You know what, guys? I thought about the fact that Frankie is going to attack Max in a very obvious way. I, I don't know that that's going to happen this time. So, guys, I'm going to go with Frankie Edgar. I'm going to go with him late. I'm going to go also with the fourth with the fourth round with Pammy, and I'm going to go uh, by TKO because these guys got, oh. like you said, Pammy. These got battery. These guys got Energizer batteries for days. Right. No sponsorship okay. there I, at all. You, I apologize. I'm going to give you a good piece of trivia because Luke Thomas was talking about it today. If Frankie Edgar does win the title on Saturday, he will be the one fighter with the biggest gap in between champions in the history of the USC. The, the Absolutely. One, right? Yeah, because it'll be seven years since he held the title. Yeah. Uh, like uh, two, 2012, uh, to regain it in 2019. The, 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 the guy that holds the record now is Dominic Cruz, because it was a five-year gap within titles for him. And then be, behind him is uh, George St. Pierre and Frank Miller with a four-year gap in between titles. So yeah, he'll I... hold that record for the longest gap, seven years. Again, I don't know who this Luke Thomas guy is, but let's move on, ladies and gentlemen. Frankly, my uh, dear, again, I don't give a damn. Let's move on. Oh, you like that look one? At that. <laughs> look at that. Okay. Wrong with the win. Just, That's just, right. Yeah, Pam with the win. Just to pile on this, I'm just going to say that this is a, uh, a Team Proteus pick for me. Uh, Frankie Edgar is one of my guys. So let's just move along, as you said, Pammy. Uh, go ahead and cue that music, DJ Tony. <clears throat> to the mythical women's featherweight division we go, ladies and gentlemen. Chris Cyborg going against uh, a recent shadow figure. I'm not. I don't know that I'm getting a little out of control with that one, but I think that uh, that could be counted. No, Marco, I think credit for that one. Eh, yeah, that's fine. All right, it was a bad joke. You're right. Chris Cyborg, let's go ahead and get into this. Uh, no no rankings for either lady on this one on the UFC uh, fight. On their website, for the fight card, there's no actual... Anyways, I digress. Chris Cyborg, 22-0 and 0 with one no contest against Felicia, the phenom Spencer. See what I did there? 6-0-0. Oh oh. Of course, Chris Cyborg hailing from... Pam's home country of Brazil, adopted, of course. And, of course, uh, Felicia Spencer coming at us from the greatest country in the world. Leave it at that. Uh, Chris Cyborg, 5'8", against uh, Felicia Spencer, 5'6". Uh, Pammy, we throw to you, mm-hmm. as we do all the Here time. Uh, ladies first. Yes, Marco, I thank you very much for reminding me about the aunts. Uh, let's go ahead and do that new now since you 
interrupted the show. I'm down for I some was just joking. I was just joking. That, that was a joke. Uh, so, so Cyborg coming out is at a minus 580, uh, and Jeez. Felicia Spencer at a plus 440. Um, so, Pammy, again, we throw straight to you. Of course, all of these odds are from five dimes. Um, do you see um, a grappler having great luck against Cyborg since most grapplers who have fought Cyborg have not? Well, this is what uh, my little research led me to, uh, Christian okay. Justino and Felicia Spencer. Uh, Felicia is a black belt in jiu-jitsu, in jiu-jitsu while uh, Cyborg is only a brown belt. Not only, but, you know, she's wow. a brown belt. Um, both of them kickboxers, uh, Felicia Spencer, Taekwondo. Uh, Christian is uh, Muay Thai and... Um, the, the one addition that, that Christine has is she's a wrestler also. But, you know, with, with her wrestling and jiu-jitsu background, she has no submissions. All her wins are by uh, KO, three, three decisions. And Felicia Spencer, uh, one KO, four subs, and two decisions. So if you kind of look at it on paper, you know, what, what, what they specialize in, it looks, hey, man, this is going to be a cool fight. But then if you look at their win ratio, it's like, eh, okay. Um, you know what? I'm I'm picking Christine, Christiane Justino. I'm picking it with a second-round TKO. I think she's going to use the first round to kind of feel her way out, and I think second round she gets it done. All right. And nobody's surprised by that pick, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Pam's countryman, Chris Cyborg. Just a joke. That's Just a joke. Amen. After the woman. Country woman, that's right, Marco. Thank you very much for saving me yet again. All right, DJ Tony, let's go to and throw it at you. Um, come in event. Uh, I kind of alluded to it at the beginning or at the uh, the intro of this fight. Uh, are we expecting this to be a, 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 a W for Cyborg so she can get back on track? I'll tell you what we're not expecting. We're not expecting Ice Cube to yell, Bye, Felicia. Right? That's not going to happen. But um, and, and obviously, the UFC, <laughs> right? obviously the UFC wants Felicia Spencer to win. By the way, only born in Montreal, as we have found out. Um, he actually spent most of her. From the bombs of well, I'm sorry. I didn't hear. What, what did Marco say? I didn't hear it. I said the landscape is littered with bodies and body parts from all the bombs you got thrown today, Tony. <laughs> oh darn! Am I that bad? Son of a gun! All right, you know what? Let's. Uh, you know what? Now I'm afraid to speak, but I will say this. Unfortunately, it will be by Felicia, as Chris Cyborg will go. Thank God to Bellator um, for the non-mythical okay. um, featherweight division. So Chris Cyborg. Well, it's pretty mythical. I, it's pretty mythical over there too. To be honest. Is it? All right. Well. Then they should just move up to whatever. I mean, you know. <laughs> anyway, Chris Cyborg, second-round TKO to a Felicia Spencer. That actually seems very, very nice. She does. She's Canadian. Why wouldn't she be nice? Um, Pam and Only DJ Canadian Tony on going paper. To... Yeah, okay. So you didn't get to give your rest of your point. Why don't you go ahead and give the rest of your point? Born in Montreal. Where'd she move to? She's uh, been in Orlando, rather, Florida, for most of uh, 
most of her life, if okay. I get that correctly. Military family. Wow, we're going to – right on, yeah. So, I mean, she's going to be Canadian because she's a military family anyways, right? Oh, very good. Okay, thank you. All right, ding, ding, ding. Let's go ahead and move on here. Um, I'm going to go uh, with you guys as well, but I, I, I really don't think it gets out of the first round. I think we've seen uh, Cyborg be Cyborg against um, – grapplers we've seen cyborg big cyborg against uh, strikers um, quite recently uh-huh. against Holly Holm um, I, I don't know what Felicia Spencer can throw at Chris Cyborg that she hasn't seen thus far Marco in her career um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this one ends very quickly in the first round I'm gonna say by first round KO uh, Marco, let's throw to you. What you got going on here, brother, in the co-main event? Just to shake it up, and because uh, you know, uh, a lot of uh, Chris Cyborg's record is a little bit blown up because most of her life she has been fighting blowing up bantamweights. You know, it's not her fault sure. because there is not too many featherweights up there. You know, especially on the UFC. I mean, even the the girl that beat her, Amanda Nunes, you know, the goat. Uh, She's totally a bantamweight. She's not a, a true featherweight. She's not uh, a blown up. She's not a blown uh, up featherweight, though. Yeah, but her natural weight class is bantamweight. She's not. Okay, a I'll give you that. Okay. Yeah. My apologies. Yeah, and uh, look, I'm not saying Felicia Spencer got too much of a chance, but because I want to shake it up and because she is a true featherweight, and I was actually really impressed with what she did to Megan Anderson, to tell you the truth. Megan Anderson is sure. a six foot. Six foot two lady, yeah. you know, and she is cool. Sure. And she exposed Megan Anderson. Megan Anderson needs to work her ground game. <clears throat> so that tells me that yeah. she can actually manage a big body. I mean, Megan steps into the freaking cage heavier than freaking Cyborg. And that is just a reality. Just because of her frame. As, as six footer, she steps into that, into that freaking uh, octagon at 170, 175 pounds after she's rehydrated. Uh, I am going to chop the wood and I'm going to think. Felicia Spencer is going to catch right. Cyborg in a freaking choke late on the second. Uh, because, I mean, whether we like, we like to recognize or not, Felicia Spencer can actually strike. You know, she, she does got the background. And she got a kind of sort of a blueprint to follow what Amanda Nunez did. And I think uh, she also is going to try to move like Holly Holm did. Try to get her paws on, 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 uh, on Cyborg and, and try to out jiu-jitsu her. I'm going to pick Felicia Spencer with chalking the war with a second-round submission <laughs> and uh, totally this freaking mantle the, the, the labor as a negotiation point for Chris Cyborg and uh, see what happens. Absolutely. I'm picking on a choker that I probably won't win. I admit this. I probably won't win this, but I'm trying to check it out. Felicia Spencer with second-round submission. Can't do it. Yeah, no, you, you can shake it up all you want, Marco. I appreciate that. No, it's it, it's There was something I thought about as well, Marco, just to talk real quickly about this uh, subject real quickly. I thought about, you know, the fact that, you know, Cyborg coming off of that loss and, you know, she doesn't seem to want uh, that fight again, Marco. And I I don't know, maybe she is looking towards Bellator. I don't know, Marco, that if she loses, that she loses any points with uh, Scott Coker 
and Bellator, though, Marco. Okay, I think okay. that um, Stock does not. Is Cyborg smart? And I think she's a little bit smart. She knows the biggest money fight up there is Arrimas with Amanda Nunes. She won't make anywhere right. near the same amount of money anywhere else unless she got Arrimas with Amanda Nunes. We're talking about millions of dollars compared to hundreds of thousands. You know? If she wants to be, you know, a main event and a cast that nobody will see in the sun, uh, you go ahead and go to Bellator and you won't make as much money as you will make in the Rimas with Amanda Nunes. One fight can, can completely reshape the legacy of freaking uh, Cyborg. Because sure enough. If she runs away from the fight, if she signs with Bellator, everybody and their mother is going to always tell her, you got no up for Amanda Nunez and you run away from the fight. So it, it, the, the ballpark is like <clears throat> Cyborg. She needs to win the fight, and I need that, so she has to leverage to, to negotiate for more money. But even if she loses and then she runs away to freaking Bellator, she, can, she will never outlive the fight that she ran away from Amanda Nunez. Well, if we believe what uh, Dana White says, then as long as she's making her money, what the fuck does she give a shit about it, right? Thank you, Dennis. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Let's go ahead and move on to everyone's favorite segment of the show, Spotlight for the Night, DJ Tony. All right, DJ Tony, uh, we're going to start with you. It's your turn in the segment of the show. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give us your spotlight fight of the night, brother, for UFC 240? And remember, guys, this is uh, this is on pay per view, correct? Mm-hmm. And of course, you can only get the pay per view from ESPN Plus. Of course, a preliminary card coming out us on ESPN Two, uh, and the early prelim card, of course, on the third platform, UFC Fight Pass. I digress. DJ Tony, what you got going on here? Spotlight fight of the night, brother. I looked at the main card and I said, Proteus, get yes, Careless sir. Whisper ready. And he said, <laughs> oh, you're right. It's not going to happen on the main card. Proteus, get, cue the music for the prelims. Hell no, that's not going to happen there. So we have to go all the way <laughs> to the mythical <laughs> UFC fight pass cards that no one watches. That's going to be the same I as the 600 him. people, except for Pam. That's going to be the same as the 600 people that are actually going to pay for this pay-per-view on ESPN+. Plus. Nothing? All right. So we go to the mythical UFC fight pass. We go, Proteus. Get yeah. the music ready because we will see Jillian Robertson. And yeah. she will fight. Uh, uh, I don't know. Get 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 the... <laughs> Get the stick figure and uh, face tattoo ready for Sarah Frota. No offense, I have no idea yeah. who she is. So Jillian Robertson will <laughs> maybe win via decision over Sarah Frota. <laughs> Robertson over face tattoo. Got it. Sorry, I need messing around again because I was too focused on face tattoo. <laughs> maybe a decision. I actually think face tattoo wins. So you know what? Face tattoo second okay. round TKO. You can't change it. I already have Robertson down. Robertson down. You have to. You're right. Robertson down in a second. You're right. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go with Frota, second round. What, TKO? TKO, sure. All right. That was a mess and a half. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go to my man. Uh, he's always uh, – 
Team Proteus. Uh, he's on the or also the early fight card, uh, early prelim card that uh, only Pammy and her husband are watching on UFC Fight Pass. Uh, Eric Koch is back in action, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. I'm a Eric Koch fan. I'm going to take him. I'm going to take him uh, probably by decision here, ladies and gentlemen. Very exciting. <laughs> Without kissing my cock. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. All right. Right on. Okay. You know, because really, I, yeah, I know, right? I'm not, I'm not really not sure who Guns Up is. I'm, of course, uh, Kyle Stewart. So that's why I'm going with Coke. All right, DJ, T- or, uh, wow, Marco, stupid. let's throw to you. Yeah, stupid. Marco, let's throw to you. What's your spotlight fight of the night, brother? I'm going to go to the fight, uh, the, the, the main event of the prelims in ESPN, Alexis Davis yeah. at Viviana Araujo. Give me Alexis Davis, man. Former title contender. Okay. She's a veteran of the game. Not, not much more yeah. Viviana Araujo. So give me Alexis Davis in a 29-28 unanimous decision. All right. And, and you, know, whole, you know, country favorite, you know, Alexis Davis. We all support Alexis Davis up here. And, of course, her mother have- as well, right? Thank you, Rhonda. All right, uh, Pammy, why don't you round this mm-hmm. uh, this segment up and tell us what uh, is your spotlight fight of the night? Do you all even have to ask? No, Nico Price. Nico, Nico. Um, I have him winning by decision. I think this is actually going to be a, a pretty good fight. Uh, both of these guys have KO power. Um, Nico has one eight of his left hand. Jeff has won nine of his last ten, four of them by first round. Uh, Nico, uh, six of them by first round. Um, both of these guys, uh, nine KO, uh, three subs, one decision for Nico. Uh, six KO, two sub, three decision by Jeff. So I think this is going to go to decision, and I am picking Nico Price by decision. Yes, wonderful. Gingasso. Thank you very much. Indeed, Chingasso. Um, you know, oh, man, it's going to be a king fest. That's your Spanglish word. That's when, you know, you mix them. Okay, <laughs> ching fest? we got to be careful with a that. A ching fest, Ooh. yeah. A ching yeah, fest. Yeah, we, yeah. Well, only a Spanish person can say that because I'm not saying it. I'm not repeating it. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, just a quick poll. How oh, many shit. people know... How many people know a lot of people who spell Jeff that way? I do. Yeah? G-E-O-F-F. You know a Jeff like that? Yeah. (laughs) I actually know know a guy named uh, Stefan that knows a girl named Megan that knows a guy with name Jose that has a friend named Jeff with a G. Right. Right. Let's just go ahead. Yes, Jeff with a G is common, but not the way that this is spelled on my uh, particular. Maybe the Jeff is spelled different on the UFC fight card. I don't know. Anyway, let's move right along, ladies and gentlemen, because this is not working. All right, so guys, (laughs) I was going to say, move along, nothing to see here. Exactly. So let's go ahead and throw it to a little MMA rewind. Marco. Oh, man. Do we have to? Rewind. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Marco, for giving us that sound bite again. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what I have to do to give wins to these people on this show this year, but it seems like nobody wants a win. Marco's taking the underdog in the co-main event. Seems like he doesn't want to win. I gave Tony a win last week. All right, so let's let's be honest. Marco got that uh, the decision by Edwards completely correct. Bombed everybody. Bombed on the Olenek fight except for who's your boy? That's right, Proteus got that one correct. Didn't get the round correct. That's right. Didn't get the round correct, but did get that Harris pick in. Sorry. Shut up. Also got. Also got that spotlight fight of the night correct. So let's go ahead and call me the champion again. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and throw to the main event, Marco. I want to recount. I want to recount. Yeah, no, you got three points. I got four. I apologize. You got that Hernandez fight right. You got that Hernandez fight right, Marco. The only problem with the Hernandez fight is that you didn't get decision on that one because you got an extra point for that and you would have tied. But unfortunately, your spotlight fight tonight didn't come through for you. So I apologize. Uh, okay. I, went out I am the winner. I am the big wiener yet again. You are the so wiener. Let's start with you. Hoo-ha. I am the wiener. Let's, let's start with you, Marco, because I don't know how impressive this was. I mean, Edwards is getting those wins, right? He's getting. He's, he's really getting a lot of wins in this division, but Marco is falling asleep while he's talking about it. So. Let's throw to you, Marco. Um, I mean, let, we can't, we cannot put Edwards against Jorge Masvidal at this particular point, right? All of okay. that in one question. Go, Marco. If we were talking about meritocracy and the winning streak that Edwards is on, he should be, we should be talking about title fight or, or another world contender. But no, that is not the world we live on, you know. I mean, the guy is technically flawless. He. He put a, 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 a clinic against uh, RDA. RDA did not yeah. one minute of the fight. Not one minute of the fight. He completely freaking, he didn't dis- dismantle RDA, but he outclassed him. And that, I was super surprised. I mean, this guy, ever since he lost to Kamaru Usman, he's in an eight-fight winning streak. Eight yeah. fights, man. And how did and, and they worked their way freaking division. You know how difficult that shit is? Uh, look, I'm not talking about uh, the Masvidal fight because, you know, that fight is in the back pocket. They can do the fight at any time. They can roll the freaking uh, uh, food and stuff for, for the fight. And, I mean, he did the right scene on the promotion. Piece of soda? Yeah, did, 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 talking did, about? He did the good scene on the, on the post-fight speech calling Masvidal out. Uh, I commend him for that. But Masvidal right now is on a, a little bit of a different promotional level. They're going to give him a, a money fight, you know, like either title or number one contender against, you know, some, somebody like, that probably got more visibility. However, a fight that I will not be upset about is uh, Leon Edwards in, in Santiago Ponsenibio. Ponsenibio is sneaking around with a seven-fight winning streak right behind Leon Ponzi scheme, yeah. Yeah, with an eight-fight winning streak. That would be a very interesting fight to, uh, to headline a fight night, you know, and, uh, and then we're talking. We're, we're cooking with Crisco. With Crisco. Uh, good for Leon Edwards. <laughs> I, I'm rooting for the guy. I hope that Masvidal fight eventually happens. You know, uh, he's not on the run for uh, number one contender or or uh, title fight, but he's on the conversation. He 
He basically fought his way to the conversation. RDA is the gatekeeper of the top five. If you, if you beat RDA, you belong on that top four, three, two, one conversation for the title. You are a contender. And Leon Edwards is legit contender right now. There is no argument about it. The guy is really, really, really freaking good. What he's missing is that finishing, <laughs> finishing power and finishing people. But we cannot sleep on this guy anymore. The guy is really, really good. And uh, whether you like it or not, uh, we, we're going to... A good thing for him could be a fight in Birmingham, you know, and build a whole car around him. But like I said, yeah. right now, the one, the one fight that makes sense for him, sense for him is Santiago Monsenevio. And the rest will fall in place when he falls in place. All right, Pammy. So uh, you, mm-hmm. like me, were on the RDA train. And maybe... As, as Marco alluded to, you know, we kind of saw the the larger guy beat up the smaller guy. You know, we, we know Rafael Dos Santos, like Marco was saying, as the gatekeeper for, you know, the 155-pound division. You know, what did I say? Dos Santos. Oh, I apologize. Dos Anjos. I, my apologies. I, I, I That was a Freudian slip. I apologize. Um I'm looking at, see, I'm looking at this beautiful mustache. That's what I'm looking at, Marco, and I'm getting distracted. I know that's, by um, it's a thing of beauty. I'm going to be honest with you. I was looking at it. I'm reading his name looking at his mustache. Got distracted. I apologize. Anyways, RDA, you know, gets dominated in this. You're white a great manager, by... dummy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tony always finds the appropriate drops when he's making fun of me. That's okay. No worries. Um, Leon Edwards, I think Pam may have been, you know, the kind of the bigger guy and, and just got, you know, was able to uh, oppose, impose his game. What do you got going on here, Pam? What did you think about the coming event of USC on ESPN4? Well, ESPN it's so 4? funny because I, I caught just the, the last, and it's so funny because I told Paul, I said, watch. I said, he's going to call out Maz Vidal. And sure as anything, no, that's exactly what he did. Um, I don't know. I don't know if um, he is that that good or if um, RDA was just having a bad day, you know. Um, but does he deserve Masvidal? No. And it's funny that, that Marco should say about uh, Ponzinibbio because I, get to, I sound so bougie when I'm saying this. When I was talking to him in Vegas, uh, I was asking him, you know, when are you coming back? And he said that he would like to try to come back by November. Keep in mind that when we were talking, I guess he was coming off of surgery because he, uh, like some kind of knee surgery, because he was. The Ponzi missing. scheme, yeah. And then in his arm, he still had an IV, uh, like a catheter still attached to his arm that was covered up by a bandage. So I don't know if that happens, how soon that will happen, even if he. He will come back in, in November, you know, because he, he, you know, he looked like he was still healing up. But um, he said he, he wanted to get in by the end of the year. So we'll see. Maybe that will be a, a something, something to look forward to. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to uh, belittle the future fight uh, promotion of the company. But, I, again, um, DJ Tony, I don't think that, as I said on previous shows, I think that Jorge Masvidal, uh, put Leon Edwards on the map by calling, you know, giving him the three piece and the soda. 
And then, of course, last week, uh, you know, I referred to Leon Edwards as three-piece in Minnesota. Like, that's what people remember Leon Edwards uh, for. They don't remember his uh, his fights because, you know, um, he goes five rounds with RDA. What did you got going on here in the main event of ESPN, uh, UFC and ESPN4, brother? You know why they don't, won't remember him? Because his mic skills suck. Boy, that guy is boring. Yeah. Listen, I don't know how much of it goes to talented Leon Edwards, because he is, but how much of it goes to really declining Rafael Dos Anjos, sure. guys? I mean, you know, I, I've, I said this before. He was three and, and um, he was three and three, I think. And, I mean, he's, he's one and three now, one and three in his last four, guys. This isn't the same person that was defeating people and knocking people out. I mean, do you guys remember at one time he was, like, submitting people, then all of a sudden he turned Mm -hmm. into a striker when he was really buff, and then all of a sudden he's a decisionator? I think we know what's going on, guys. Marco, you sound a little stressed. It's the mustache, you man. Maybe you need to get rid of that mustache. I was going to say it was the mustache is, you know, getting in the way, but... Marco, no, you seem like well, I'm the best. I don't, I don't like it when people make allegations that or, or insinuations but without proof. You know, RDA has never, sure. ever tested for anything. At a, no, I agree. From 155 to 170, and for a while they actually was stuck as a contender because he went on a 4-5 winning streak. And now then he loses to Camaro Uchman, the current champion, Kobe Covington, the number one contender interim champion, and now he loses to Leon Edwards, that might be the next contender after that. But he beat Robbie Lawler, and uh, he beat a whole bunch of other people that, you know, met her. And, uh, and now we're, we're talking RDA to, to the, to the sideline. Uh, I'm not comfortable with that assessment, dude. Because what if he, he comes up the next freaking fight and totally destroy the next guy? Then what is going to be sure. the narrative? I, we, we have well, to be consistent here. To, to be fair, and, and you're right, Marco, these are allegations that are not that don't have a back you, literally you, you, no foundation no to these but to they be fair no Lance Armstrong never tested positive Barry Bonds sure. never tested positive I mean, yep. the, we can go on and on and on and on guys so yeah, you're right the diff- these allegations the are forget, just they're different within Lance Armstrong and Barry Bonds is where people are accusing them at all times of they doing something there ain't anybody that ever point the finger at RDA. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't want. I, you know what, guys? I don't want to continue this conversation because you guys are both right. I mean, there's no reason to continue it against RDA. Uh, he, he may be declining DJ Tony as age does uh, do to people, and he may be, as I said originally at the, at the beginning of this, he may be fighting, uh, you know, bigger guys that he just can't handle, or like Pam said. He might have just had a bad day, Marco, right? So if he shows okay. up next time, we love RDA. We want to love him. So if he shows up oh. next time and he gets a good win, we'll put him right back in. Go ahead, Marco. Or he might just be fading a better fighter. I mean, sure. you're taking all the credit away from Leon Edwards and what he did on Saturday. Nah, I'm not at all. I'm not at all. I thought uh, Leon I Edwards put on a very technical uh, fight. That's exactly what happened. And 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 maybe that's the kind of knock against the British fighter, Marco. You know, they're very technical. And, and besides Michael Bisping and maybe Dan Hardy, uh, and maybe nobody has the mic skills like DJ Tony said. Go ahead. But that, 
That'll still be for a second until you start getting knocked out. <laughs> right, man. I, you know what? I love that we're talking Ouch. about this so much. <laughs> it's, well, I love that we're talking about this so much, though, guys, because Leon Edwards does deserve to get the shine, and, and, and maybe not everybody's taking that into account. Let's go ahead and move on to the co-main event of USC on ESPN4, guys, because we are swiftly, swiftly running out of time and I would like to get everybody's guilty pleasures in this week. Uh, Alexei Olenek, Marco, uh, goes ahead and gets knocked out really quickly. 11 seconds, I believe, is uh, what we're calling it? 12. 12. Okay, well, the UFC site has 11 seconds, so I'm going with the UFC site saying 11 seconds. Uh, and uh, looking impressive, Marco. Walt Harris, quickly, let's comment on this fight. We get to get everybody's um, lightning round uh, comments on Walt Harris's Impressive win, in my opinion. So, 12 seconds according to the commission, so that's what I'm going with. Cause that's you got the it. That only, the, the one that matters. Uh, dude, I, that counts. We, I told you that Will Harris got a puncher chance, and uh, he super the shit on me. He did exactly what he needed to do. The guy is <laughs> super athletic, super fast. Yeah. He didn't demonstrate to me that he's the better fighter. He demonstrated to me that he's the better, harder puncher. Sure. You know? Sure. Anna, Let me ask you a quick question. Did Greg Hardy do that as well for you? Uh, the same deal. He hasn't demonstrated to me that he's the better Exactly. Fighter. Okay, he, go ahead. He just got, Maybe a know, little less of the same deal, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, I yeah. get you. Go ahead. Yeah, the are terrific athletes, you know. I mean, Will Harris used to be a, a Division One basketball player, you know. He's uh, a physical specimen. Very yeah. bigger and better fighters are coming up for him. The guy got behind his feet and uh, – his game is evolving. You know, I, I like the, the, the big ticket. His record is not too impressive yet, but he's building on it. So let's see what happens. Alexi Olenek is getting a little older on the tooth, but he's still going to give you a, a, well, whenever his leg heals because his, his gut got broken on all cells. You see how he fell? Super awkward? Yeah. Well, he, fra- he fractured his leg. So he's going to be out yeah. on the bed for a while. So Alexi Olenek, That's not the first time back, we've seen that, has it? Right? Yeah, That's not no the sure. first time we've seen somebody break their leg because they fell down fucking weird. Yeah. As uh, came the last case of Mr. Croco. But yeah, exactly. only if he's going to come back and, uh, you know, give you a, 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 good, a good chance of, uh, of a good fight. I mean, he's getting a little uh, long on the tooth. So let's see what Will Harris can do. All right. Pammy, lightning round. Go ahead. Yep. But you got comments. Right here. That one, I, I totally missed that one, so I can't really comment on that one. I, I totally you, missed yeah, I'm that. I'm sure you saw the highlight, though, right? You saw what, what Walt Harris was able to do. I mean, it, it was very impressive. Did you catch it, at least the uh, the gif of it? No? I didn't know. Truthfully, I did not. It was like such no, a that's crazy... Fine. Um, that's all right. You, you said you were dancing. We'll move on to Tony. Uh, Tony, a lightning round. Uh, Walt Harris looked great, in my opinion, uh, against Olenek, but of course... We know how much of a, you know, a bias you have against Linux. So uh, go ahead and give us your thoughts. Tony doesn't like him. It was sad. I'm not gonna lie. It was sad seeing my boy, the Bowen Constrictor, go down. I'll tell you. You know who else wishes they were dancing on Saturday? Alexio Linux instead of uh, <laughs> instead of uh, unfortunately breaking his leg. All right. Listen, I, you know, Marco said this. You said this. I don't know how much of this is either an indictment on Alexio sure. Linux. Or, or the fact that, you know, because we didn't see much of Walt Harris, right? So I, I don't know. I wish, obviously, Walt Harris um, luck. I hope he continues to grow his career. 
unfortunately, I'm not sure we're going to see Olenek uh, much longer in the UFC. Hey, to be fair, Olenek and Harris trained together, so I think Harris got a pretty good idea what to expect, you know, uh, how to read Olenek's movement. Sure. I, I think that played in favor of Harris. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I think, that, again, the next generation of fighter is rising up as we as we speak we have seen more first round KOs marco in the past 3 or 4 weeks than we've seen in a really long time so i think that people are trying are starting to figure out fighters and they're starting to be a little bit more cerebral if you will uh but let's move on guys because i want to get in our, our guilty pleasures and then i want marco to go ahead and get us out of here for this week great show guys I mean, we've been talking for 54 minutes, and I don't think there was any pauses except for the uncomfortable ones in the beginning. Don't worry about it. Uh, that was my fault. Um, so, Pammy. <laughs> yep. Let's go ahead and throw to you. If you've got a guilty my pleasure of the week or if you've got a Twitter follow, why don't you go ahead and give it to us? Pammy. Well, my guilty pleasure, so I'm, I'm getting over that stupid um, – and it was a guilty pleasure now. I think I'm just watching it just to get it over with. Was that Handmaid's Tale? Oh brother, yeah. it it was um, it started Going off good the and then it just got a little bit yeah uh, a lot yeah. of it not even a little bit a lot of it just getting kind of ridiculous. I'm like okay we're done, but I was just trying to watch it just so I could okay finish it and be done with it you know. But um, yeah, that's my that's my excitement. You seem really excited about it. We're talking about guilty pleasures, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do this again just because I have to. Sounds good. Yeah, thanks, so Amy. I'm I'm yeah. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. Man, I still, All right, I, DJ I Tony. Let's, let's, yeah, you're definitely uh, down with the homies. Um, let's go ahead. Excuse me. Let's go ahead and throw to you, DJ Tony. Uh, do you have a guilty pleasure, or do you have a, a Twitter follow of the week that you'd like to give to us? You know what? I'm such a jackass that I normally goof around, but this time I'm going to be actually serious. Um, unfortunately, I saw this gentleman uh, have his last boxing match of his life, unfortunately. Oh, and yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, I literally terrible. saw the whole thing. So, Maxim uh, Dadashev, listen, my heart goes out to he and his uh, – and his uh, family, um, he passed away, obviously, due to complications. Yeah. I believe it was brain hemor- hemorrhaging, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, listen, this is, this is a sport that can uh, – combat sports in general, but certainly MMA and boxing, uh, we just don't need to see people passing. So, I, I don't know if there's a way – to stop it unless they want to stop. But um, listen, hard, hard um, prayers, everything goes to the Dabishev family. Yeah, and, and again, I, I, I saw the story come out and I saw the report of, you know, his corner stopped it and everything, and it still wasn't, you know, enough. Uh, again, guys, these people are putting their lives on the line every time they go into the, either the uh, boxing ring or if they go into the octagon. It just seems like. Um, there's a lot more danger in boxing because of all the blows to the head, but uh, we don't need to get into that right now because, of course, we want to give respect where respect is due. Um, Not to transition out of that and go into something happy, but my uh, my Twitter follow is going to be... yeah, I totally forgot with DJ Tony because that was, uh, you know, kind of heavy. Um, Brian Forrester is, is my uh, 
Twitter follow of the week. Uh, he also has a YouTube page. Um, maybe that's where I would like to send you guys to the most. I've been, uh, you know, really big into uh, ancient civilizations lately. And, you know, uh, Brian Forrester is kind of on the ground in Peru. And he, he, he takes people around on tours, um, you know, of metallistic um, sites. Uh, that may have been taken over by, you know, uh, more younger cultures. It's very, very interesting. Check out his YouTube page. He's uh, taking you in different places, like in Egypt, the places that people don't go, and you can see things that people don't usually see. So that's my guilty pleasure of the week. Uh, Marco, let's throw to you. Give us your guilty pleasure of the week, or, or if you just want to get us out of here because you've got something else to do. What you got, brother? Get us out of here. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were talking about Giorgio Suculus and ancient aliens, but oh well. Mm. <laughs> well, I might have had some brain damage as well, brother. <laughs> uh, my guilty pleasure this week has been Benjamin uh, on Arrow Season 7 on Netflix, but I just like silly, stupid shows like that. Uh, what is it? Yeah, give us the name again one more time. Arrow? Yeah, like the Green Arrow. The Green Arrow, the comic book. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Follow Tony, I am Tony. Follow Pandora Box. Follow Producer Aptorius. Follow me and Maldo Marco. Follow the show at another MMA cast. Trade and review as Knuckleheads. We're on iTunes, Google Google Play, uh, Black Talk Radio. Uh, this weekend, uh, brilliant, early brilliance on ESPN Plus and Fightbacks. Then... Prelims, uh, prelims are on Proper ESPN at the pay-per-view on ESPN Plus and any other dark sites that you guys don't want to pay for can find the freaking pay-per-view on. We're going to lead you guys. Catch you guys next week. Enjoy the fight. All right, Pammy. And, of course, we'll look forward to your guy next time we see the UFC August 3rd, Covington versus Lawler. Big fight. So, Pammy, go in and get us out of here. I should have him call in, right? You should. We'll see you guys fun. next week. And just like that, Pammy, we are out of here. Have a good week. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs>